Yeah. Eat, sleep, fantasy. You rocking with the best. NFL fantasy football podcast. We talking mock drafts, running backs. Better follow the conversation with John, Dale, Christian, and Armando. Screaming, eat nation. We doing what we like. Tune in every week. Guarantee we get it hype. Fantasy football enthusiasts. I know you plan to be joining us on Eat, Sleep, Fantasy. Yeah. Eat, sleep, fantasy. Eat, sleep, fantasy. Hello, everybody, and welcome to another episode of the Eat Sleep Fantasy Football Podcast. We missed you, but we're glad to finally be back. With me today is a very special guest. I haven't recorded with Clayton in a long time. You guys heard him. If you're part of the Eat Nation private group, he's constantly responding and, and answering questions on there as well. But uh, Clayton Cadu from uh, up north. Uh, how you doing, Clayton? I'm good, Dale. Thanks for having me on. Yeah, it has been a long time since we recorded. Yeah, yeah. I kind of, I, uh, I would say I missed you, but I didn't. No, me neither. Um, it was all fine. <laughs> but if you guys are looking for another option besides ESF, you can find Clayton on the Fantasy Football from Up North podcast. Him and his buddy uh, do a really good job, really awesome fantasy football content, um, and they're super consistent, put out a lot of stuff. So make sure you check them out when you get a chance anywhere you download your podcast from is that good enough Clayton that's perfect yeah really appreciate that shadow for sure <laughs> um today guys uh this episode is actually presented by underdog fantasy you have heard me talk about it time and time again and I will keep telling you because it's the best app and the best platform for fantasy football and especially for daily style type play um, make sure you guys check that out I'm gonna we're gonna be talking about and we're gonna talk about some players to avoid and players to uh grab in the drafts as you're uh, leading up to week three here. Um, so make sure you check out underdog fantasy promo code, eat sleep fantasy after you download it. Um, really cool. Basically, if you guys don't know, it's based, it's like daily fantasy, but you're drafting. So everybody can't own Patrick Mahomes. Uh, you know, if you draft him and you draft him early, you can, there's, you know, three man, two man leagues or 10, 12 team leagues. So really you could pick what you want, $3 to 25 or, whatever you really it's really customizable and figuring out what you want to play and how much you want to spend it's a fun time i highly highly urge you uh to take advantage of the awesome platform underdog fantasy by the way because they're such good partners of ours um if you guys you know by you supporting them you're kind of supporting us too i know i said that a lot but it's true it's, it all goes full circle um you you know look them up download and it all comes 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 all full circle so we appreciate you guys uh for everything you do with our partners all right clayton we are going to go over some of your starts and sits and more importantly who to avoid and who to draft uh this week good stuff coming up um i guess we can kind of go by position by position and see where we kind of land what do you think yeah that's perfect by the way, I'm calling now. I know as we're recording, the Lakers are playing. Uh, it's second quarter as we're recording, so I know I'm probably going to get yelled at. But I'm still saying Lakers in five, regardless of tonight's outcome. Just I want to put that on the record. And then when they beat the Nuggets, unfortunately, they're going to have the Heat in six, I think. What sport, what, what sport are we talking? Oh, Jesus. <laughs> Dude, how's the, how's the That's why I'm recording with you. Oh, Jesus. Is hockey still playing? Yeah, it's in the final now. Now who's in? Who's in? Uh, Dallas Stars and the Tampa Bay Lightning, tied one uh, one right now. Well, I don't think anybody cares except <laughs> the people in Tampa Bay. <laughs> who, wait, who else? Tampa Bay and who? Dallas. Dallas. Okay, so no Canadian teams. No. Oh man! But you but feel bad? the Stanley Cup's been played here in Edmonton. Actually, they had a oh, bubble. Yeah, yeah. yeah, we had a. They had two two like hub cities, and we were one of them. So now half half the audience just left because you started stupid yeah, Canadians talking about back fo- to football <laughs> hockey again. <laughs> yeah, from on your podcast, fantasy football from North. How often do you guys talk about hockey? Uh, there's usually something thrown in there once in a while. Not very uh, yeah. often, though. <laughs> yeah. See, I already deleted your podcast off my playlist. Perfect. There you go. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Um. So week two was pretty crazy, Clayton. Obviously, I mean you're still getting crazy injuries, man. It's it. I don't know if it's just under a microscope. 
Uh, I would love to see some data on how many injuries there actually is compared to other years. I know there's usually like one big name that gets injured, right? Unfortunately, you hear, you know, the first couple of weeks somebody gets injured. Um, but man, this just seems like way worse, you know, maybe because the training camp process or preseason, who knows, but people are hurting, man. Yeah, it's, Literally. It's, it's almost, you're almost going to get to the point where we get about three, four weeks in that, you know, if you, if you were in a 12, uh, 10 team league, all those 10 picks are going to be gone by the, by the, by the so fourth week. COVID canceling uh, the season. It's going to be, uh, there's going to be no more players yeah, left no after players. all the injuries. <laughs> all right. Let's start off with some of the quarterbacks that we're looking at. Um, one quarterback, I guess I can kind of narrate a little bit, uh, Clayton, and I would love for you to expand on some of these players. Joe Burrow, um, you have as a start as a player to grab. And I think drafting late um, would be pretty smart because Joe Burrow is playing against Philadelphia. The only reason I really like Joe Burrow, same reason I like big volume running backs is because Joe Burrow is going to throw 60 times. They're going to constantly be behind. And Cincinnati is totally okay with just saying, hey, Joe, go for it. Yeah, that's it. The only thing that that did concern me a little bit was was the pass rush in that, but Joe Burrow can use his legs, right? So, I mean, it doesn't matter. 60, 60 throws, even if you go, that's what he did, what, last week? Yeah. I mean, still putting up, you know, 300 yards, and he'll he'll score a few touchdowns for sure against this Philly. Philly's in shambles right now. They're a hot mess, so. Uh, I mean, Philadelphia is, yeah, they are, they're playing horribly. Um the what do you think in uh, you know with uh with Jimmy Garoppolo out is Nick Mullins a guy to even look at he's playing the Jets which is a really good matchup um i think Nick Mullins can kind of be sneaky as well definitely sneaky and i remember last year when he stepped in i mean they they didn't they didn't want to trade him right there was offers uh people teams were after him to trade him San Fran didn't want to trade him so obviously he he knows He's been around there a while. He knows the offense, and he looked good. He looked good last year in that little, the the relief um, spot yeah. that he was in. So he could right. be he could be sneaky as well. The Jets just, I mean, anybody, I, I could step in as quarterback and be a decent start against the yeah. Jets. Yeah. By the way, Joe Burrow, three sixteen and three touchdowns and zero interceptions, which you really like to see that as much as he threw and as much as is on his shoulders as a rookie. Um, his uh, his mistakes are minimal, um, although he did lose a fumble, I think. But besides that, I mean, he took care of the ball as far as interceptions thrown, so that's positive. Who is your main get of the week that maybe people don't have on their on their rosters or maybe not thinking about? It's got to be uh, Ryan Tannehill, in my opinion. Yeah. He just been, he's been lights out. Um, he's been so what so, uh, completed seventy percent of his passes already, almost five hundred yards, six touchdowns in two games. So. Yeah. Um, Minnesota is terrible. <laughs> They're giving up what they've allowed almost seventy. I think uh, seventy points in the last two games, and they rank almost dead last in points allowed. So, like I said, uh, they're they're thirty five and a half, and they're giving up over uh, over two hundred seventy five yards passing in it, per game. So, right there's go this well, game technically could be a shootout, um, but I just think there's going to be a lot of points scored, and I think Tannehill, you're going to see probably good two to three touchdowns again in this one, even without A.J. Brown. Yeah, I mean, last week, Ryan Tannehill alone, four touchdowns, although he only threw, he threw for 239 yards last week, but still those four touchdowns, again, the opportunity is there. Uh, Jonu Smith, I think, is emerging and will be by the middle of the season, like a tight end to own, like one of the top tier guys that we know, you know, when we're, t- when we're listening tight ends, you know, now like Darren Waller is a part of this, obviously the big names like Kelsey and stuff. But I think Jonu Smith is going to be creeping up into this like need to own category. Don't you agree? Yeah. It's starting to close that gap on, you know, uh, when you got talks about, you know, Kelsey yeah. Andrews and Ertz or sorry, not Ertz, but uh, Kittle. And then yeah. you know how usually there's a, that, that big drop off between, between three and say whatever. Right. Right. 10 exactly. Or whatever. Um, right. It's starting to move up. He, he's going to be, there's a few guys that are going to be in that talk about being, you know, a top five, top six tight ends. That Those are the guys you're going to want to like want instead of just those three top guys. Sure. Uh, speaking of porous defenses, I don't know. We really weren't talking about porous, but Tom Brady's playing against Denver. Uh, I like this Tom Brady start. You do too? 
I do. Uh, he still doesn't look right. <laughs> two games in a row, he hasn't looked no. all that great. Kind of washed up a little bit. But I just think the more the more games they they play, I think the more the chemistry is going to come together with them. Like I'm not worried about him and Evans. They seem like they're got a pretty good rapport. Mm-hmm. Um, I'd like yeah. It's it's Denver. This is one of those games where it could be a get right game for him. Yep. Last week, Tom Brady only two seventeen and a touchdown and one interception. So not mind blowing yet, but um, I mean he's Tom Brady. Do you really want to bet against him, especially playing against a shitty defense? I, I don't. I'm not betting against him. And I don't think he's going to lose to Blake Bortles if he is a starting quarterback. Right. For Denver. Right. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> or Jeff Driscoll, right. one of the two. What quarterback are you definitely not drafting, or are you definitely not touching this week? Like if there's if you have two quarterbacks on your team, or if you're drafting on um, underdog fantasy. Where, uh, who are you not touching? I'm not touching this guy just because I'm not, I'm not, I'm not keen on him. I was high on him at the beginning of the year. Uh, Carson Wentz. Yeah, yeah. They are facing Cincinnati. Cincinnati made Baker Mayfield look, look like a, a decent quarterback. But the <laughs> problem is Bengals, they're only allowing just over 200, 200 yards passing per game. And they've only given up two touchdowns. So Wentz has been terrible last couple weeks, completed under 50, 60% of his passes and he's thrown four INT or four interceptions, right? So this yep. O-line is a mess. And, I mean, his receiving core is getting healthier. So maybe, you know, maybe in a few weeks from now, maybe he is going to look like the Carson Wentz that we remember. But as of right now, I don't want any 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 part of him. No. I mean, last two games, under 300 yards passing, only two passing touchdowns, zero last week against the Rams. But, man, if you look at his schedule, Clayton – he has Cincinnati coming up, which is probably his best matchup, right? And we're not even sure about that. But then he has San Francisco, Pittsburgh, Baltimore, yeah, back to back luck. to back. Yeah, yeah, exactly. You might even um, see so, Jalen Hurts in here because, hey, um, with that string, I mean, if it's if very they're possible. they could go, <laughs> if they lose against Cincinnati, then they get three losses in a row. Yeah. They're going to be zero and six. Yeah. <laughs> like, uh, I wouldn't say it's out of the realm. I mean, if you own Carson Wentz and you're even thinking about trying to write him out, uh, make other plans. I agree. All right. All right. Uh, some of the other sits or uh, players to avoid. Um, hmm. You have Derek Carr. Why do you have Derek Carr? Because, dude, I think – did you write this before or after you saw Monday Night Football? I just wrote this today. Um, okay. No, he, so he, looked he, why, he looked why good. He looked good. Why hating? Why are you hating? I just don't. I'm not. I'm not a fan of him. He looked decent, fine, but New Orleans was also terrible yesterday. They did uh, play terrible. Huh? Well, did they play terrible, or did the did the Vegas Raiders make them look terrible? I don't. I don't know. I to, to me, bad <laughs> penalties. I don't. I'm not a fan of Derek Carr. Never have been. I think this was just one of those games where it just happened to be a new stadium. You know. Yeah. They're pretty jacked up. I think that's about as far as that goes, but. As far as just New England's defense, I think, is just going to be enough to to, to contain them at home. Yeah, I mean, so the who are they going to focus? Uh, you know, Bill Belichick famously will try to get players out of the game, right? Whether it's a quarterback or running back or whatever, a receiver. Who are they going to, who are they going to focus on stopping, Derek Carr or Josh Jacobs? Probably because, Jacobs, I would think. Yeah, I mean that's what the that's what the Saints. I mean the Saints have a pretty good run defense, and they they did a pretty good job on Jacobs and Derek Carr. Um, you know, three touchdowns for Derek Carr. Waller. And you know, this is the thing. You know, Rugs going into that game yesterday was a uh, a game time decision. Went in there, didn't do much of anything. No. But it, I was kind of watching the way that they they were playing defense. He was more of a decoy out there. That's why Waller yeah. was getting just. That's why he had, what, 13 targets yesterday? Yeah. And yeah. caught a ton of them? Mm-hmm. Yeah. So they, that could be a thing, too, like with, with Ruggs. I mean, he, he's, okay. a, he's a perfect complement in in, for that offensive weapons and that uh, for cars. I'm nervous. I'm nervous to play him against the Patriots. And then he plays Buffalo right after that. Those are two games that I would consider probably, you know, being really cautious on. Um he still throw for 300 yards and a couple touchdowns, I think, of both of those games. But those are two, if, you know, obviously you drafted Derek Carr super late. 
So maybe hopefully you have another quarterback options, um, you know, to, to start though, at least those two games, they have an early week six by, and they have a pretty good schedule after that. I mean, Tampa Bay, Cleveland, um, chargers. So something to definitely think about, but, uh, man, I'm after Derek Carr. I mean, he seemed like he had the confidence, uh, on a big stage on Monday night. I don't know. I think I might, depending on my options, I might try to ride him out a little bit. Yeah, if uh, if you want, if that's the last last case scenario, go ahead, draft him. <laughs> just call me an idiot, Clayton. Just do it because that's you're, what it sounds like. You're, you're an idiot, Dale. You're an idiot. Don't don't right. use him. Don't use him. <laughs> um, as far as running backs go, James Robinson from the Jags. Playing Miami, obviously, anybody who ever plays Miami, you should start because the Dolphins uh, suck. So, James Robinson, uh, tell me a little bit about him, why you're excited for him. Listen, this guy's looked impressive the last two weeks. Uh, he's rushed – I mean, the, the rushing yards, he just had his first 100-yard game yes, uh, last week and scored his first touchdown. But he's he's the lead back. He's a, a workhorse back in this offense. Um, at the start of the year, he was supposed to. Be, there was talk about Chris this being Chris Thompson's backfield, or even Chris Thompson getting you know, the the the, the at least like pass catching role. In the last two weeks, so uh, Robinson's out touched him thirty four to two in carries wow. in the last two games. So that's huge. Right then and there, you know, the Jags are all in on this kid. And week three, they're like you said, the Dolphins. Are coming to town and they've given up over 320 yards rushing through the first two weeks so he's going to see plenty of work in this one and he's going to get a nice st- solid stat line and get in the end zone again and probably for a second straight 100 yard game yeah i mean in week one he wasn't too far off i mean he had 90 total yards week one um and then obviously last week even you know it was a close loss but hey i mean almost 120 yards and a touchdown total yards so he has Miami, Cincinnati back to back, so you have a couple weeks, a couple good weeks for James Robinson coming up. I think. Tell me why, and I know it's—I don't think it's in your notes here, but uh, hold on, let me just double check before I say anything. Nope, it's not. Tell me why I shouldn't think about starting Nick Chubb. The last couple weeks, he's been a—I mean, he's been a factor in this offense. I mean, I'm sorry, not Nick Chubb, um, Kareem Hunt. He has been a factor in this offense um, both weeks now uh, against Baltimore and against Cincinnati. Obviously, Baltimore, he had the two touchdowns, one receiving and one rushing. But, and he's he's locked in, seems like he's locked in for 60-plus yards a week with a, with a touchdown or two spread spread throughout. Do you, are you not excited about Kareem Hunt as I am? I, I think I still think it's Nick Chubb's like I think it's the perfect yeah. I think they're the best tandem in the league obviously yeah. Yeah. um I just think it's Nick that, Chubb it's Nick Chubb's job I get that yeah he's I, he's the guy I just think that if you if you looked at his numbers last last week um Chubb was well on his way to a big game before mm-hmm. Hunt even got going right yeah. so yep. I think it's probably game flow dependent but also like it's you usually aren't going to really see much of Hunt until maybe the second half, depending on how the game goes. I think the majority yeah. of his carries are going to come in the second half of the game. Yep. Uh, yeah, not yeah. I I think they'll use Nick Chubb as you know pacing and you know letting the game come to him and add Cream Hunt in there wherever he needs to. But dude, I don't know. Uh, I think that this could be you know, a solid year where the Browns actually say, Hey, we don't need Baker Mayfield to throw for 300 yards. We need Baker Mayfield to throw for 200 yards and just not throw interceptions and let our running game do all the talking and be really physical. They have the offensive line. Now they have the personnel on the backfield. I I don't know if it's too early. I don't know if anybody else is saying this to be honest, because I don't listen to a lot of other fantasy podcasts, but I kind of feel like, man, there's nothing telling me that Kareem Hunt, you know, can't average 80 yards and a touchdown for the rest of the year. Like, I mean, he plays Washington, Dallas, Indianapolis in the next three weeks. And they kind of have a, you know, besides the Pittsburgh kind of thrown in the middle of the season, they have a pretty good schedule. 
Yeah, and I as mean, far as like like goes. you said, there's no doubt in my mind that that's a possibility. I have both of them in one league. I start them every week. <laughs> both of them. Yeah, both of them, and yeah. they they pay off almost every week, right? Well, I guess the last two weeks, I guess, because that's all it's been. Right. But yeah. um, and I I have no intention of going in a different direction right now. Right. Right. So, um, but as far as like you said about the whole Baker Mayfield, yeah, throw for two hundred. He's I don't know. He's not a good quarterback, and maybe that is the way that they're going to have to do it, and they're going to have to realize that, right? Like the only their best chance of winning isn't going to be through the air. It's going to be, you know, yeah. wearing teams down and then changing it up every once in a while with a throw, right, with a pass. Yeah. Yeah, hundred percent. Very good point, Dale. Very good point. <laughs> Bam. There you go. Um, all right. Uh, some other quarterback, uh, I'm sorry, running backs to start. You have Antonio Gibson uh, against uh, at Cleveland. Cleveland. You had James Conner. Um, Houston's coming to Pittsburgh. I guess the home and away really doesn't matter at this point too much. And then you have Leonard Fournette playing Denver. James Conner, uh, I'll ask you a personal question. I have James Conner in a league. And... I also have, um, well, actually, I'm pulling it up. I have Terry McLaurin, DJ Chark, and James Conner to, to decide on my flex. DJ Chark is playing Miami. Terry McLaurin's playing against Cleveland. And James Conner, Houston. Do Houston, I? Uh, Houston run D is brutal right now. Um, but I like I like what McLaurin did yet la- uh, last week. That's the thing. It would definitely be between those two. I think Connor and McLaurin. McLaurin. Not that I don't like Chark, but um, I just think Keelan Cole's starting to to be the main factor in that offense. Right? He's being looked at a lot more. He's out. He's out. Being, he's out targeting Chark. Mm-hmm. I mean, I'm not saying Chark's not an elite receiver because he is, and he has shown. But um, as far right. as that goes, I just like uh, Connor. I kind of feel like I have to go with a workhorse running back. Yeah. But, man, if I see – he's really frustrating because when he's bad, he's really bad. Yeah, like wow. when Pittsburgh, I feel like, gives up on him so easy. Um, and, of course, you know, he has his own injury issues. But Yeah, he's, he's screaming I, out it's of a, tough, few man. Leagues, uh, yeah. a few leagues this yeah. past weekend. <laughs> yeah. Um, so – I would go okay. McLaurin, to be honest. I, I would go McLaurin. Okay. That's right. just me. You heard it? Uh, guys that you're staying away from, and I get it. If you have Clyde Edwards-Hilaire, you're starting him, but you're just saying beware. Beware. I mean, it, it, stats don't lie, right? Numbers don't lie. Uh, Chargers held them to 70 total yards last week, and to me, the, the Chargers and Baltimore's defense are completely two different animals, right? You know what I mean? Uh, Baltimore ranks fourth in rush defense, allows only 94 yards a game, has yet to give up a touchdown. And this game will, I'm excited to watch this game on Monday night. There will be points scored in this game, mostly obviously through the air. But even then, they did use Clyde in that uh, pass-catching role last week. I mean, he caught six balls last week. But all year, Baltimore's only averaging giving up three catches for 15 yards to two running right. backs so right. they, they they shut down nick chubb they shut down david johnson this year as well so i you're not going to bench him obviously i mean in my article you're not going to bench him i know that but i just want to be on record and stating just don't expect the monster game that's all okay that's good that's all you got to say um other guys that you're possibly avoiding in uh in drafts on underdog fantasy are guys like melvin gordon daryl henderson and really any of the New York Giants running backs, doesn't matter who they are. Why Daryl Henderson? Uh, besides, I mean, it's a bad matchup. We kind of, a little bit I touched on the Buffalo defense. They are legit. But uh, what don't you like about Daryl Henderson? Just we still don't understand what, you know, the yeah. what's going to be happening. I know that um, Brown did have an injury. I'm not sure if he's going to be playing. but And I'm not sure the status on Akers right now, neither, right? He's not going to be right. the work. He's, he, he's not built to be a workhorse back. Right. Like a, well, a three down back. Yeah. Yep. The thing for me that scares me is like, you're exactly, pretty much, I'm just going to repeat exactly what you said. We don't know. Like, we don't know how 
the Rams are going to play this backfield. Like we haven't seen any consistency yet because you, like you said, Brown, um, you know, a little banged up, but I don't know. I don't know. Yeah, just I don't know what to do with the fact that the, the the Bills have only given the average what seventy five yards rushing on the ground the game they're giving right. up. That's that's uh, th- those are that's a defense I'm not going to really want to mess around with for my run game. Yeah. All right. Uh, let's just keep moving along. Uh, some wide receivers. Man, I love your start of the week. Uh, he actually won me week two. Julian Edelman. Uh, he did ball out, and it seemed like Cam Newton was uh, knew what to do with him. Like it, what I saw, Julian Edelman looked younger. <laughs> he looked a little faster, like a little energized. I liked it. Um, last week, eight catches for a couple yards short of 200 yards yeah. against Seattle. So you like him versus the Las Vegas Raiders. I do. Uh, the Raiders are ranked uh, 29th against the past. Uh, games pass giving up over almost 300 yards passing so i just think with um cam's found his guy i think in his offense and yeah. you know what he's he's not going to be able to run as much as he has been so that's why i think they're just going to be a lot more mm-hmm. of these like shorter passes and i think just edelman's going to be the guy that's just going to eat up all these targets in this offense yep uh week one edelman had what uh about 80 90 total yards uh, last week against Seattle, 180 receiving yards, 179 receiving yards. Didn't get a touchdown, but who needs it when you get 179 yeah. receiving yards? His career high, by the way, um, comes from Cam Newton and not Tom Brady. Exactly. That's crazy. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, so I really like Julian Edelman. Some of your other guys, talk to me about T.Y. Hilton and why should I? Uh, why should I like T.Y. Hilton? Rivers is still looking for that Keenan Allen type receiver on this team. Uh, Paris Campbell did step up there week one, obviously out for the year now week two. So I just think with, with T.Y. Hilton, they're going to figure out ways to, to get him the ball as long as he stops dropping him. <laughs> That's yeah. the problem. He drops far too many balls right now. I've, I think he dropped, what, two two in the end zone this past weekend, I think, or something like that? Possibly. Like just hang on to the ball and we'd be talking about T.Y. Hilton as the start of the week, right? Right, right. And then you got guys like Corey Davis just because he, he was good against uh, – he was good last week with with no A.J. Brown there. And even with A.J. Brown there, they both put up, what, over 100 yards a week one. So yeah, yeah. you got got to keep rolling with him. Yep. Yeah, Corey Davis. Uh, let's see. Yeah, I mean, he did – the the receiving yards weren't there, but at least he scored. He saved you some – some uh you know some face but week one with aj brown there he i think he split the targets or i think he had one less target than aj brown did week one so i'm not too worried about aj brown coming back um but there's there's enough Tannehill knows how to spread the ball around and he throws it enough that i think all i think him i think davis brown and johnny smith are going to be you can pretty much start them every week yeah I think so too. Uh, I don't feel comfortable starting Davis every week yet, but well, okay. That's, that's just you, Dale. That's just you. <laughs> I'm just saying what I don't feel comfortable with. Hey, um, I've been rolling with him. I've been rolling with him, and I've been winning with him. So why why change oh, it now? Right? Congratulations! You're oh, you're two and zero. Oh. Big whoop. <laughs> you know how when you know when we're doing this stuff too, it's really hard. I mean, to. We're, I mean, we're still kind of at the guessing game, right? I mean, we're only two games in. That's the only, you know, that's the only data we really have. But at the end of the day, we got to look at what we know, right? And what we've seen through two games. Although, you know, some teams have played two shitty teams, two games in a row. Yeah. Some teams have played, you know, so it's hard on that aspect. But really, we just have to say, hey, even against good teams or bad teams, how do they do? Um and then go from there and kind of use that. That's the thing with fantasy football. It's week to week, right? That's all yeah, you got to worry right. about. Yeah. yeah and yeah. You, you know what? As long as your guys are producing when, when that week comes, you, if, if they get hurt, then okay, it's uh, back to the drawing board next week. Right. Yep. I mean, yep. you go, you go from this week talking about, uh, we haven't talked about Devonta Freeman for all year. Cause who cares? He's been a free agent. All of a sudden, a couple of big names go down. Boom. Signs with the giants. We'll be talking about him next week. <laughs> Yep. Right. Like he, maybe. Like like he. Yeah. 
yep. depends how if if he could get on the field. But I mean that that backfield is going to be be a committee anyway. So yeah, I agree. Uh, pretty much every week, um, if you're playing underdog fantasy, find a way to get DK Metcalf. The way Russell Wilson is playing right now is just crazy. I mean, I don't know a better word to say what Russell Wilson is doing on game to game so far, but. Um, DK Metcalf is a beneficiary of Russell Wilson being awesome. Over over, na- over, yeah. over ninety yards, both both games, and touchdown in each one of them. So, yeah, yeah. Um, I think DK Metcalf is going to end up being, you know, a top five five receiver. I mean, if if Russell Wilson keeps playing how he is, keeps doing um, it, yeah, yeah. I mean, he had ninety five yards and touchdown the first game, ninety two yards and touchdown the second game. He plays Dallas, Miami, and Minnesota the next three games. Why? Why not? Right? You're you're saying top five in the next like for the next three? No, weeks, no, no. I'm saying top five season long. Jesus. He's going to end up as a top five wide receiver. Ooh. I mean, why not? Why not? Ballsy man. If he, had, I mean, Russell Wilson, he's on. Well, like, I know this is really stupid to say on pace. I get it, right? <laughs> But he's he's playing out of this. I mean, he's playing the best two game stretch that he's played. Um, it seems like Seattle is not playing the old Seattle football, which was you know run 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 run, and you know Russell Wilson just be super careful. Have you looked at his actual stats? At home? Russell Wilson's yeah, fifty uh, two completions on sixty three attempts. That's not six hundred ten yards, nine touchdowns, and one interception. So he's had almost as many incompletions as he has touchdowns. Yeah, <laughs> that's ridiculous. Yeah. Well, I was was I was listening to uh, I can't remember the uh, some sports uh, station, and they were talking about when if Cam Newton would have got in the in the end zone for for mm-hmm. that win if they didn't Seattle didn't stuff him. They were wondering if Pete Carroll was going to be like, ah, oh, see, we got to just start running the ball again because we're not winning. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, yeah, it's like um, he, it's the one they say they. It's like he listened to the Twitter universe when everyone's like, yeah. "Just unleash Wilson." <laughs> but yeah, he's yeah, I mean, ridiculous dude, right now. Yeah, I mean, it, if he keeps like I said, if he keeps playing like that, I mean, there's not. I don't know. I if, to me, I don't think there's a lot of a lot of competition for the top five there, as far as quarterback play goes. Like. I don't think there's gonna. I don't think there's gonna be a top. I don't think Tyreek Hill is gonna end up being a top five wide receiver. No. Nope. I don't think there's a wide receiver on the Ravens. I don't think Lamar Jackson's gonna produce a top five wide receiver. No, that's true. I I'll, mean, I'll, I'll, I'll give it to you. I'll give. I'll, I'll go. I'll go top ten. I'm not gonna go top five with you, uh, DK. I mean, DK Metcalf. I mean, maybe Adam Thielen. DeAndre Hopkins will probably. I'd bet number one wide receiver. And then you have like a bunch of like maybes. Yeah. To me, huh. I don't know. That'd be interesting. Okay. Hopefully, we're still talking by the end of the year, buddy. And then I can say either you're wrong or you're right. Yeah, maybe. <laughs> <laughs> uh, some of the guys that you're avoiding. The first guy, big giant bold letters. I think you use like fifteen point font. <laughs> Stefan Diggs. You even underlined it. I did. I did. I underlined them. I tried to <laughs> format it differently. You don't like it. <laughs> Anyways, yeah, okay. um, I get it. Coming off a huge game last week, uh, over 150 yards and a touchdown, that's against Miami, right? That's yeah. the thing. Now come this week, the Rams, I understand the whole I, – I said it back when the uh, Raiders played them too, you know, with Cooper. I'm like, oh, Rams is going to shut them down, shut them down. Cooper went off against them different right now we got uh i think if you looked at Diggs's uh history he doesn't he's going to play rams is going to play him tight and i just don't want to have any part of that i think they're going to they'll bottle Diggs up they'll let john brown beat him they'll let anybody but Diggs beat it beat, beat this defense yeah yeah okay. so i think I, I projected maybe he'll get 60 yards uh but i only got him maybe catching three four balls so Interesting. Okay. I'll take it. Uh, are you done with AJ Green? Yes. Okay. I was targeted yeah. 13 times last week and caught the ball three times. Now, I was, I was, uh, 
I was a little conflicted here because he's getting the targets. Obviously, I mean, we talked about Joe Burrow, the amount of passes that he's throwing, but to be at least he's being looked at and targeted. Uh, a lot of them were overthrown. Some were AJ Brown, uh, AJ Green's fault. Um, does anybody have AJ Green and AJ Brown on the same team? I do. <laughs> do you? I do, and I ha- I have a team that has yeah AJ Brown, AJ Green, uh, not Metcalf. Uh, Dobbins is on there. Like everything that has JK, like, yeah. yeah JK. <laughs> yeah, it's ridiculous. Um. Anyways, I don't know. Like I get that he didn't get a lot of completions off his 13 targets, but 13 targets should say something like he was the most targeted and maybe he was, you know, used, you know, just to be overthrown, right. To, to open things up a little bit. I don't know, but yeah, but, uh, but you go a a rookie and bro, I don't think he'd be this type of guy, but you're going to want, you're going to want your reliable receivers, right? Obviously Tyler Boyd's been good for him. I mean, how, how many more times is he going to be able to get AJ green, you know, 10 targets? Right. Like to me, no. if you're if you're in a tough defense and you're playing a game against Philly, right? So you're playing Philly, which have a decent pass rush. He's not going to have all that time like he did have in Cle- right. against Cleveland to to sure. look for AJ Green, right? So. Sure. Right. 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 Yeah, it makes sense. Okay. Um, we talked about. I didn't even know because I didn't prep. But uh, your start of the week is Jonu Smith, so I kind of teed you up for that. Yeah. And uh yeah, so you're good you're good with Jonu Smith. Yeah, I I I love him. I think he, he's he he stepped it up last week and I just this was the talk about them like we said. Uh this is the this was the talk all off season, right? Who's which one which tight end's going to break out and this is the guy right here. Okay. You uh even with um AJ Brown possibly coming back. Yeah, I is, still, is AJ Brown going to play this week? I don't I th- I think I saw doubtful already. Okay. All right. So if he's out, Jonu Smith is it for sure. Yeah. And and Corey Davis, both for sure, against yeah. this Minnesota defense. Yeah, I agree. Okay. You're projecting four catches, 60 yards, and then a touchdown, huh? Yep. I can see it. Out of these tight ends, who would you rather have for the rest of the season? Jonu Smith or Tyler Higby? Now, Tyler Higby... Got to go with Higby right now because we've seen we've seen it for more than just one sample size, right? Right, right. Three touchdowns last yeah. game for Higby. But even going back to last year, right toward the the, the end of last year, he sure. was he was unreal too. So, yeah, yeah. Okay, I don't know. Um, so, would you trade Jonu Smith for Tyler Higby, or is that even a trade worth making? If it's just straight up, probably I would do it. Okay. Asking for a friend. What's that? Asking for a friend. That's all. Are you are you, are you sending me a trade offer right now? <laughs> <laughs> and send. Um, some other tight ends. Drew Sample showed some pretty good, uh, pretty good um, little snippets. Well, uh, that was Thursday night football, right? Yeah. Yeah, but Burrow uses <laughs> Burrow uses these tight ends like crazy. I think. I think when I wrote him up in my uh, waiver article this week, I believe, actually, just let me pick it up here, because this was crazy. When I looked at everything, I want to say that he, Burrow used his tight ends on 22% of his targets or something like that, I think I had. Hold on. Hmm. Sorry, okay. I'm just trying to look it up here. You know, this is a nationally recognized podcast. Yeah, perfect. And, and now <laughs> you just halted the whole thing. He targeted. To, uh... He targeted his tight ends on twenty two percent of his throws. Okay. So I, that, that's a good target percentage for for a tight end. So yeah, he Uzoma was on for on pace for a good, uh, amazing game yes last week. But then he goes out and all of a sudden, uh, nine targets come samples way. So he's going to be he's going to be relied on. Yeah. And you like Austin Hooper, huh? Because I don't. Just because he's got a. He's got to step up and make plays. <laughs> I like yeah. him. I don't know. I don't know what happened to him. I was high on him going into the year. <laughs> Just is, did Baker Mayfield happen to him? Maybe I don't know. Yeah, yeah. I mean, week one, fifteen yards. Week two, twenty-two yards. So if he keeps this pace, hey, this week he would have like twenty-seven yards, twenty-eight yards. That's not bad. And then you know, by week 
eight, he'll have uh Hey, you know what? I, I know, believe in yards. him. Okay, I believe in him. <laughs> I don't know. It's tough. I mean, he's out there. He's playing. Um, I just, I am going to sit him until he shows me something. It's going to be really hard for me. It's going to be really hard for me to play, like, even Juice Sample. If I have Juice Sample, I'm pretty sure I'm playing Juice Sample over him. Well, Washington has given up almost 70 yards to touchdown or 70 yards to tight ends and have given up two touchdowns on the year already. So, okay. okay. That's probably, that was probably my, my reasoning behind it. Uh, Kittle is out. Are you playing Jordan Reed over Austin Hooper? Absolutely. Jordan Reed, 50 yards and two touchdowns. Yeah, absolutely. Even with Nick Mullins as a quarterback, I still think, uh, Jordan Reed against the Giants this week. They have nobody to catch the ball there. Yeah. yeah. I feel <laughs> that, so bad for I, I cannot, I, Oh, 100%. John's probably just in tears. Yeah, um, every day. But oh, I, he's in tears all the time. Yeah, he's a crybaby. Um, uh, <laughs> I was saying this. I was like, how messed up is this world right now? With all this shit going on and all these injuries happening and Jordan Reed's the one that comes unscathed and scores <laughs> a couple touchdowns? I'm like, what the hell is going on? Yeah, Jordan Reed... Uh, yeah, that's crazy. Um, <laughs> by the way, I was watching John Chapman's. Uh, you, he does. For those that don't know, they're new to the podcast. John is a host here that hasn't come on in a really long time, but he does his own 49ers podcast, 49ers Rush. And I was watching his YouTube video today. I don't know. I, and I want to ask him, but I feel like I should just talk about it here. <laughs> he looked like um, he looked sweaty. Like, I don't know if he had gel in his hair or if he just went for a run or something. But he looked really distressed, and maybe it has something to do with the 49ers. Maybe it's the yeah, you know, yeah. I don't know. Really, I felt bad. He gets really worked up talking about him, and he's like just... he looked a little like puffy, like you know, like swollen. Um, his hair was like it was combed back, but it, it just looked like I, I'm not gonna say greasy because that's mean, but it definitely looked like a little wet. Maybe he and, didn't. Uh, maybe that he read something he didn't like, or he saw something he didn't like, and just started panicking. Maybe. Maybe, maybe he saw I don't know. George Kittle out for the year. Maybe he just started like. I'm getting yeah, all nervous. For John. John, if you're listening, call me, buddy. We can talk about it. I'll listen Anyways. to you, buddy. I'll listen to you. <laughs> um, sitting Evan Ingram until he shows something, right? Until it's yeah. offense. He's only 50, just over 50% catch rate, 15 target, and he's yet to do anything with that. And I just, Daniel Jones is just so inconsistent. It's hard to trust anybody, really. Yeah, uh, you know we haven't done this in a long time, Clayton. Um, but I'm gonna bring this. I'm gonna bring this up. Um, so far through two weeks, fuck that guy. Segment is yeah. Chris Herndon. Oh, hundred percent, dude. I was like so excited about Chris Herndon, and I was last year, and I got screwed. But Chris Herndon, uh, he deserves to do better than he's doing. Well, they, I don't know they, what's they, going on. How you're, you're talking about a guy named, I don't even know what his name is, Braxton Berrios or something? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and, well, Chris Hogan. And you're still there talking about Chris Herndon, how much they love Chris Herndon, and they don't even throw him the ball. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I don't get it. I, I have to, I'm dropping him in a league to try to pick up, hopefully, like, a, I don't know, some scrub. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I mean, Chris Herndon, 37 yards week one, five yards week two. Five um, yards with no Jamison Crowder in there, which was beyond me. That's right. Adam Gase. I mean, he's supposed I, to be good. I'm curious to know what this offense looks like if Adam Gase was ever to get canned. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. He's just destroying yeah. these careers of these guys. Well, he's destroying Sam Darnold. Yeah. I don't think, I mean, you can say what you want about Sam Darnold. I get it. Like, he's not lighting the world on fire, right? But he could be better. He could be a lot better with a better coach. Yeah, you put him, you put him on a... A different team, any team. I think right now, you put him anywhere. I bet you he does way better than what he is now. How? What does Sam Darnold look like if you put him on the Chiefs? Yeah, I mean, I'm asking, but but he, you know what? He's on my roster. If that if that was to happen, he's there. You're playing him, Andy Reid, coach. I I would be. I'd be starting him every. Is he a top fifty percent quarterback? Yeah. Top top twelve quarterback. On a different, on, I'd, on I'd a argue Chiefs, that he yes. may be. Yeah, yeah. I'd I'd say yeah. I'd say top fifteen at least. Yeah, 
And I mean, look how he's playing now. I mean, it just sucks. Adam Gase is horrible. It's it's sad. Um, <laughs> you're not playing Jared Cook either. No, and Dalton yeah. Schultz. Don't even even though he's been he had what nine for eighty eight and a touchdown last week. Just Seattle bottles tight ends up pretty good, so no part of that. There's other streaming options out there. Yeah. Um. Give me uh give me something bold. Tell me, give me a quarterback. Give me a quarterback that will finish in the top twelve that you don't think people will start. Top twelve th- this week. Yep. Hmm. I would have to go with. Let's go, Philip Rivers. Oh, you think so, huh? Mm-hmm. Who is Philip Rivers playing the Jets? You got the yeah. Jets. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, that's not too bad. I like. I like. That's that's pretty bold. Are you? Would you play Philip Rivers or Baker Mayfield? Baker Mayfield against the Redskins. Rivers. I'm not. I have no. I'm not I'm no part of Baker Mayfield ever. Really? Yeah. I don't like him. Why? His attitude or just his play? Screws me. Just screws me every week. And I get like <laughs> I get I get angry. I get angry when it comes to fantasy football. <laughs> I, I talk uh, up a guy all all off season, and then he comes out and shits on me like that. Come on. <laughs> hey, this is no Odell Beckham here, but <laughs> you know, <laughs> I think the Baker Mayfield figures it out this season. I don't know when. I'm not sure when. I mean, he has stretches of good and bad games, so we'll see. But I think he figures it out. I think this team, like I said, they'll be like a running powerhouse, right? Like they're going to be the running team to stop. And uh, I think it could take a lot of pressure off Baker Mayfield. Why not, you know, throw for 200 touchdowns? Or not 200 touchdowns. Oh, Jesus. <laughs> it's a record. He's gonna be I, awesome. don't, I still don't like him. <laughs> 200, 200 yards in a couple touchdowns a game. Um guaranteed and then throw in maybe like a three touchdown game every other game or something. I think he could figure it out and do that. I hope so because right, right now he's just not right now. It's going to turn into like a, and he's very personable. He's good on commercials. Yeah. That's about you know, all he's going to he's do. Funny. He's just going to go back to doing that. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, his commercials are better than like Tom Brady's commercials well, and Drew, Drew Brees. All he has is a NyQuil commercial. So, <laughs> I mean, you can't. I mean, but when it comes to commercials, I'd say Baker Mayfield's top five. You have to remember, you guys get better commercials than I do down here. Oh yeah. Here, however you however you want to put it, we don't get uh, do those you, Super Bowl commercials. We got to watch on like online. We got to really, yeah, because we don't get the awesome ones that you guys get down there. Really, I didn't yeah. know that. They're all. I mean, I understand that you would get local stuff, but I didn't realize you didn't get like the you know Budweiser type no, stuff. No, we get none of that stuff. It's wow, kind of weak, right. actually. Wow, that's crazy. But we so get, what kind of commercial? So wait, but hold on. But still, I mean, there has to be big Super Bowl commercials in Canada. Some, but not as like. I look forward to just like every after the Super Bowl. I look forward to seeing all the top commercials that were played off during the Super Bowl. And then do you wonder? You're like, what's a Dorito? That's weird. Oh, come on, guys. Yeah, yeah. What's a Dorito? <laughs> Yeah, we don't have those have, here, by the way. Do you guys have Doritos? Yes, we got Doritos. Oh, okay. The we chips. We got ketchup chips. You don't have that there. Oh, that's weird. <laughs> uh, what's uh, Who's the biggest hockey name right now? Like, the Connor, biggest, like, all-star. Connor McDavid. Okay, never Connor heard never heard that name Edmonton. ever. Unbelievable. He's pretty What awesome. position? He, he's a centerman. Does he does he play does he score goals? Oh, he scores a ton of goals. Really? Yeah. Never heard of him. That's, that's kind of crazy. Like NHL, you know, I get it they're the smaller of the big 4, but like still to have, you know, the best hockey player in the nation or, you know, in the league and I'm like a fairly big sports fan. For me to I never even hear of him. Do big sports fans should they hear about this guy? You know Wayne Gret- who that's Wayne Gretzky is? Yes, definitely. Then that's good. So Mario that, Lemieux. Like, they're, yeah, Lemieux. they're basically talking like he's going to be the next great one in Edmonton. Really? Yeah. 
So you you just figure this out. You just heard it here first. You just uh, heard his name with me. So. I already forgot his name. Yeah. I'm going to be completely honest with you. <laughs> I'm not even lying. I, 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 only, I couldn't even guess his first name right now. That's how <laughs> – because I just tune you out. I asked a question, and I didn't – I didn't you hear. Didn't even listen. Hear. No, just I didn't. Rude. Just plain no. ass rude. <laughs> Does anybody else? I'm really curious. Anybody else listening? Without rewinding it, text or not text me. Uh, DM me or put it on the private group on Facebook. Tell me that you remember the guy's first name that Clayton just said. I guarantee I'm gonna get like maybe <laughs> one one person saying, "Yeah, I heard. I remember that name." Everybody else would be like, "Nope," that glazed right over it. Come I was on. waiting for you to eat nation. I bet make you. me proud. Uh, please, it. guys, look, either either text me, DM me, whatever, uh, message me and tell me that you did or did not remember the guy's name that Clayton um, that Clayton just said. I'm really curious because I think most people would have no clue what you said and already <laughs> forgot. Anyways, uh, guys, don't forget, uh, I know I've been talking about him a lot, but Underdog Fantasy is the platform to play any kind of uh, – if, if you're wanting to get into daily – or, you know, if you're thinking about it, this is just an awesome platform. Probably, not probably, but the best platform you can get involved in. Make sure you go download it. Great app. Really easy to use. Um, Underdog Fantasy. Make sure you check them out. Uh, again, Clayton, man, it was a good time. I think you have some really good stuff. If you guys want to dig deeper into what we talked about, Clayton's uh, sit-start week three article is up on EatSleepFantasy.com. Actually, that be, is a it'll website. be out there tomorrow morning. It'll be up tomorrow morning. Well, today, this morning. This morning. Yeah. Oh, yeah. This morning. Yeah, it's up. It's up. <laughs> God, Clayton, you're messing with the magic of podcasting. <laughs> yeah, my bad. Now they're like, wait a minute. You recorded this last night? <laughs> See, we got to talk like, wow, the Lakers, uh, you know, they really came back to win. I can't believe they did that. <laughs> and you got to fool everybody. You got to trick them. Just edit they're... it out. <laughs> <laughs> All right, guys. Again. Uh, thanks for listening. Make sure you follow us on uh, Twitter at EatSleepFF. Follow Clayton. Um, what's your what What's your info, Clayton? Uh, on Twitter, it's at Kadoo Clayton. That's at C A D I E U X Clayton. Oh God! And jump on. My Why podcast. everybody? Every single guest that we have, they they're not getting this right. Like, why make it so hard for people to find you? Nobody knows how to spell Kadoo, especially in America, because there's an X in there. And everybody's going to be confused. Why not just like Canadian the, Clayton? I've I been tried telling to you. do that. It's gone. Okay. Let E Nation figure out a good Twitter handle for me and I'll change it right now. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Uh, guys, again, we appreciate you listening. Clayton, you're awesome. Appreciate you, buddy. Thanks for having uh, me on, Dale. We will talk to you guys soon. Yeah. Eat, sleep, fantasy, you rockin' with the best. NFL fantasy football podcast. We talking mock drafts, running backs, better follow the conversation with John Dale, Christian, and Armando. Screaming Eat Nation, we doing what we like. Tune in every week, guarantee we get it hype. Fantasy, football enthusiasts, I know you plan to be joining us on Eat Sleep Fantasy. Yeah, Eat Sleep Fantasy. Eat, sleep, fantasy. Me, 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 but also you. <laughs> the Pharaoh fast forwards his favorite foreign film. Powder donut. <clears throat> okay, what's my line? Uh, the only line I see here on the script is get options based on your budget with the name your price tool from Progressive. Oh man, that's a tongue twister, huh? I'm sorry, I'm going to need a few more minutes. <clears throat> bulbous Walrus. The Bulbous Walrus. The Name Your Price tool. Only from Progressive. The owl and a foul of the comatose Coxswain. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law.